Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Chinthil Ezwaran. Did I get that right? Yeah, almost. Chinthil Ishwaran. All right. And uh, we're going to have a fascinating discussion about an issue that I don't think compliance practitioners think enough about, and it's around uses of the cloud and data storage, data security. So, Tintel, could you tell us a little bit about your professional background? Myself, Santali uh, I had, uh, uh, I'm the practice head of enterprise business applications at Aspire Systems. I lead uh, go-to-market strategy. Uh, I also support the delivery for ERP, CRM, and HCM. I joined Aspire in 2008, and uh, I'm a thought leader in uh, ERP and CX, uh, has been rated in top five by thinkers. Prior to my current role in Aspire, I held various positions on ERP, CRM, application development. I have around 25 years of experience, have been handled ERP projects across the globe, includes Australia, Middle East, Africa, and uh, North America. So one of the key reasons I wanted to visit with you is because of your work in ERP and specifically around storage and now moving to the cloud because that's where the data is. So could perhaps we start with why has there been such a surge in cloud adoption? If you see business has been previously hesitant to on digital transformation, but now with left with no choice, given that uh, pandemic has struck, I mean, uh, without pandemic, we don't know how long this typical uh, would, uh, I mean, adoption would have taken. Today, it isn't just the speed of change that taken different industries by some. The extent of change has been unexpected too. Some business have even into, entered into new market segments. It is why now is a perfect time to take a reality check on the impact of cloud power on business applications. So one of uh, the key points I think that you have been talking about is the greater need for collaborative technology ecosystems that allowed both cloud and on-premises components to seamlessly connect and even integrate with each other. Could you expound on that a little bit? Yes, Tom. Every time there is a major technology disruption, those who lead the way are the ones who seamlessly manage the transition, and that too without compromising on speed, efficiency, or compliance. With digital transformation currently undergoing an important phase, cloud adoption is an obvious, obviously on the rise. In fact, Studies show that cloud spending rose 37% to $29 billion during the first quarter of 2020. But that doesn't mean enterprises can fully load on the cloud, which is a different ballgame altogether. Today, we need a collaborative tech ecosystem that allows both on-prem systems and cloud application to work in unison. The legacy systems must continue being robust and secure, which you achieve accelerated performance and innovative functionalities that newer applications demand. That way, you get the agility to shift a certain workload to the cloud based on the evolving demands without overhauling your on-prem systems. Basically, you should be able to prepare for the future without complicating the present. I wanted to ask you if you could explain a couple of terms my audience might not be familiar with around uh, SaaS approaches, best-in-breed and all-in-one. Okay. We see a surgeon uh, implementing SaaS-based solutions. There are two approaches we have. Either we go for best of breed solutions, I mean, looking for a solution, specific solution for work, I mean, uh, HCM, specific solution for finance, specific solution for supply chain, one for 
warehouse management and there is another approach where you look for comprehensive solution which covers almost most of your requirements best fit for your specific uh, industry but there should be a provision to fix those gaps which is coming so if you came to, if you come back to best of breed the best of breed oem solutions are offered by vendors to address specific needs in an enterprise overall technology journey the all in one suit of solution offered by single vendor to modernize your enterprise in one go best of breed helps solutions establish a decentralized digital transformation strategy for enterprises built to multiple locations and work across different time zones it helps create a siloed software stack for teams like finance hr marketing or procurement each function can maximize the length and breadth of the application experience some of it pros uh, if you see are access to powerful tools with the niche capability optimized application performance with dedicated and specialized support and continuous upgrades and adding of new features on the other side if you see the cons are no longer i mean or longer i mean uh, complex implementation cycle tougher procurement efforts and intensive training efforts i mean you, you can imagine right each application different so you have to train your team across uh, multiple applications right uh, which may be different in the ui and the way it has been structured or architected etc if you come to all in one the all in one solution suit is preferred by highly centralized enterprises still in the early stages of full suit technology modernization they must be well positioned to take a single decision regarding vendor selection to address various set of pain points while lowering the license cost i mean uh, that brings a story that the specific company which is actually looking for an application should have a clear requirement and identify which is the best suited applications with a familiar user interface for administration they can quickly lower implementation time and simplify integration efforts with all in one there is literally no integration efforts because you are you are getting a solution which is fully integrated some of its pro other pros are ease of application or data process integration training modules ui familiarity bi becoming easier the cons primarily will be the vendor lock in you will be stuck with one single vendor and few new features i mean uh, it is more of uh, relatively lesser uh, depth and data vulnerability so one of the reasons i wanted to visit with you today is well maybe two reasons one is in your discussions you really drove home the point to me of the business applications but more importantly one of the things that i've come out of the pandemic is we used to talk about disaster recovery and then we talked about business continuity now we talk about business as usual and it seems to me the process you are describing allows a company to respond to literally any event that event could be a weather related event that event could be other types of disasters it could be a reputational damaging event but by having uh, these solutions in place they can move to respond on a business basis but the second part is many of the listeners to this podcast are in the compliance field and they have to respond to regulators and they have to respond with data and they have to respond with their business applications so that they can demonstrate a robust compliance function inside of a corporation it seems to me the solutions you are talking about would really do both would that be a fair assessment from your perspective yes tom yeah you you are right i mean from an internal perspective when the lockdown was announced in 2020 we were prepared from a technology setup standpoint so we ended up quickly having our employees in a secure working environment and our customers 
and support our customers providing them the required support but corona health crisis changed our approach by forcing us to adapt our mindset more focused on remote agility scalability and innovation as a company we are now very keen on being prepared for digitally fluid future which may call for 100% remote working efficiency anytime looking at things externally work from home has become a norm even for clients that were previously conservative in digital transformation fund today unless they are aggressively going digital go digital they will be unable to meet the aggressive demands of customers it has made our focus on providing architecture flexibility to them to manage the transition from on prem to cloud or deploy on hybrid cloud so when a guest on my podcast has a phrase that's so great it becomes the title of the podcast they get an extra gold star mm-hmm. and you just gave the phrase digitally fl- fluid future that's great that's going to be the name of this podcast and that's really an excellent way i think for both business process owners and compliance practitioners to think about the challenges ahead of them i just love that phrase a digitally fluid future and the solutions that you're talking about but i was wondering if we might turn to the future if i could ask you what do you think businesses compliance officers or other senior executives need to think about as digital businesses evolve into 2025 and perhaps beyond okay this unprecedented acceleration towards digital transformation has meant that the roi expectations of business applications have increased they need to be more agile and tuned to into modern user demands that's where the rise of autonomous saas business application comes in even though they are already helping workforce optimization using ai ml based features they will streamline critical applications like hr operations finance operations planning procurement and legal teams and help them significantly augment their decision making capabilities for providing deep dive data insights this will maximize the overall application roi while raising the quality of experiences for example we have been hearing autonomous car autonomous metro train in dubai these are things which were earlier we had the drivers running in the train now all they all sit in a control room and start managing those trains similarly the same trend is moving i mean the saas business applications are moving towards that trend autonomous application will be the future we are in the very early stage of the cloud saas business applications right now we have small features which is coming on top of the current cloud applications future it will be driven by the application they will have their own kps and based on the kps the application will have a logic to automatically take decisions and move on so we are now at least in the united states we're over one year into the pandemic we fully moved to the work from home environment and now many companies are at least considering a partial return to work have those two changes first work from home and now perhaps return to work if they put extra security pressure or cybersecurity pressure on the hybrid cloud or companies moving to the cloud or is it something else yeah early last year every it staff imperative seemed to be connected to the covid situation from keeping legacy systems on talking terms with cloud application to assisting employees 
with bridging work from home connectivity gaps now the enterprises have learned the hard way cyber security has emerged one of the biggest task of it teams cyber security will run into smarter problems because ai is becoming a part of essential hacker toolkit given the change in tides brought by work from home policies the decentralization of security controls will take prominence and it will help enterprises keep remote issues under control and data able data governance policies to ensure automating breach notifications we will have much more stronger endpoint security systems than what we are having today so as you look forward why do you believe that the hybrid cloud or what rather what is the hybrid cloud and why can it be the best of both worlds in your opinion okay large and medium enterprises realize that the hybrid cloud is practical way to align their technology goals with their business goals the need for hybrid cloud infrastructure has become crucial for enterprise readiness since it delivers more architectural flexibility it has been extremely relevant in today's digital landscape that seems to become unpredictable regulatory climate in that sense it offers best of both worlds for instance enterprises can compete non sensitive operations in a public cloud while ensuring keeping their critical data and application data in private cloud or on prem environment so they get the best of later cost efficiency and scalability and best of farmers advanced user controls and endpoint protection against data breaches this hybrid infrastructure allows them to maintain their legacy on prem systems while ensuring seamless cloud adoption in a way that doesn't disrupt daily operations the hybrid cloud architecture also strategically eliminates the chance of single vendor logins which puts them in a better positions to future proof their operations hence high pass providers like boomi which allows both on prem and cloud deployment will emerge as a game changers for these enterprises jindal unfortunately we are near the end of our time for this episode but i was wondering if our listeners wanted any more information on any of the topics that you've talked about in this podcast or perhaps reach out to you how could they do so i am available over email uh, chental.eshwaran@aspires.com c h e n t h i l.eshwaran@aspires.com and i am also i mean uh, my blog is blog.aspires.com/author/chental.eshwaran the these two are the two primary chental this has been a really fascinating episode and i really hope that our listeners will think about these things in not only the business process approach or or reason but also in the compliance space and i look forward to perhaps asking you to come back in uh, 12 months and see where we might be on the hybrid cloud going forward sure if you want to stay up to date on the latest innovations in compliance and help your business run more efficiently subscribe to this podcast and help spread the word by leaving a review 